Welcome to Ashwood. Dark Stories for Bright Minds. Unplanned. For the first time in years, Marvin went to bed without setting his alarm. He stared anxiously at his phone, which was resting on his nightstand. He fought the urge to pick it up and set the alarm. A feeling of anxiety was building deep in his gut at the thought of waking up tomorrow without any schedule. As much as he hated the idea of it, he had promised his therapist that he would follow through with her recommendations. Marvin pried his eyes away from his phone and stared at the ceiling. He instinctively began to plan out his next day, but he had to shake off those thoughts as well. Instead, he performed some breathing exercises and tried to focus on relaxing. It did not help. It was a long, frustrating night. The next morning, his eyes sprung open. He immediately picked up his phone to see how much he had slept in, and saw that it was exactly 5.45, which is the same time he would have usually set his alarm. He laughed to himself and felt a strong sense of relief. He hated not being on schedule. However, that relief was accompanied by a tinge of guilt, because the whole point of this day, as well as the following two weeks, was to try to live life without a schedule. Ever since he was a teenager, Marvin followed a strict plan for every day, week, month, and year. He had his whole life planned out in advance, and that is how he liked it. However, in practice, it did not always work that way. Life was not as organized as he would like. Whenever there was any deviation to his plans, he would experience episodes of extreme anxiety and frustration. He would feel sick, sometimes he would black out, and on only a few occasions, he would hallucinate and sometimes turn to violence. He never hurt anyone else, but he has patches in the walls of his apartment that constantly remind him that he needs to relax a little. In order to combat his anxiety, Marvin's therapist had prescribed him to take a two-week vacation where he would not have anything planned. He was not allowed to go to work, he could not set any alarms, he could not schedule any visits with anyone else, he could not even decide what to eat until he was hungry. It had been decades since Marvin had spent a day without any itinerary. As much as it terrified him, he was also a little excited to finally be able to experience spontaneity for once. It is something he had been craving for a long time, but he just could not bring himself to do it. The idea of picking out an activity or meal on a whim seemed like the adventure of a lifetime to him. Finally, for the first time since he could remember, he was going to experience it. Needless to say, he was filled with many conflicting emotions. Marvin stretched and got up from his bed. He instinctively opened his calendar on his phone, but when he looked at the blank slate for the week, he gave a nervous laugh and put the phone back down. As he was taking a shower, he felt his stomach growl with hunger, and he thought about what to have for breakfast. He tried to clear his mind and think of what sounded good. It took a surprising amount of effort, but he finally decided that a breakfast burrito sounded perfect. After he was done getting ready, he decided to walk to the restaurant down the street to get his meal. As summer was coming to a close, the morning air was crisp and comfortable. He strode along, breathing in the sense of the coming fall. The ground was wet with dew, 
and there were already a few leaves on the ground. As pleasant as it was, Marvin could not help but feel awkward. He felt like he was learning how to take steps for the first time. Even though he had made this walk many times before, it just did not feel the same without having been planned out ahead of time. It was as if the world knew he was not following his usual rhythm and was rejecting his movements. Nevertheless, he continued to move his feet until he got to the restaurant and ordered his meal. When the boy behind the counter asked Marvin if he wanted his meal here or to go, Marvin was about to give his usual answer of to go. However, he thought about it for a moment and decided to change things up for once. He sat down at one of the small tables with an air of pride. Sure, it was not much, but Marvin felt accomplished at the small act of spontaneity. Marvin had been dreading this experiment ever since his therapist had suggested it. He had expected it was going to be a struggle for at least a few days, if not the whole time. However, here he was, only hours into it, and he found himself quite comfortable with the change. In fact, as he enjoyed the burrito, he realized he was thoroughly enjoying himself. He found the walk back to his apartment significantly easier than before. As he strode comfortably along the sidewalk, he thought about all the unnecessary stress he had been causing himself. He thought about all the missed opportunities he had passed up in his life due to his unnatural desire to plan out every moment of every day. He thought about those few episodes where he had experienced such anxiety that he had hallucinated and acted out. Marvin shook his head to clear those negative thoughts and decided to just enjoy the beautiful morning. Soon, he approached his front door and took out his keys. As he did so, the door of the apartment next to his own creaked open. This shocked Marvin because it had been vacant for months, and he never saw anyone moving in. The previous owner was an old woman who never seemed to go outside, so he had never bumped into anybody outside his door before. Out stepped a short, middle-aged man with thinning black hair and large circular glasses resting on a tiny nose. He was wearing jeans and a white polo shirt. Even though Marvin was only feet away from him, the man gave no notice. Usually, Marvin would mind his own business and move along with his schedule, but he felt something compelling him to do the unusual thing. Thus, Marvin extended a hand and introduced himself to his new neighbor. In response, the man stared at Marvin for a few seconds before nodding his head and walking away. Marvin was taken by surprise at the man's rudeness. He watched dumbfounded as the man slowly waddled away and disappeared behind the corner of the building. Marvin gave a scoff and stepped inside his apartment. The rest of the morning only reassured Marvin that this experiment was long overdue. For the first time in years, he was relaxing. He took out one of the video games that he had never opened and finally played it. He was so absorbed in it that before he knew it, he was hungry again. He looked at the clock and it was already past four in the afternoon. He had spent the whole day doing nothing, and it was wonderful. He ordered a pizza and went back to playing. About an hour later, there was a knock at the door. As Marvin was paying the young man who had delivered his dinner, the neighbor came waddling up the sidewalk once again. Before closing the door, Marvin decided to try once again to be friendly. He forced a big smile and waved, but the short man paid him no attention. He only walked into his own apartment and completely ignored Marvin. 
Unfortunately, that was just the beginning of a ruined night for Marvin. As wonderful as the day had been up until then, the rest was equally annoying. Marvin could not help but hear every movement of his neighbor on the other side of the wall. This was nothing new as he often heard his previous neighbor from time to time, but now it bothered him. He had now firmly decided that he disliked the ogre living on the other side of his wall, and every single noise was like nails on a chalkboard. He tried to enjoy his pizza, but heard coughing every few minutes. Then the man turned on his television. Marvin heard laughter and shouting, and he could not help but get annoyed. Somehow, his neighbor's happiness bothered him. Marvin decided to eat dinner in the bedroom, which was on the opposite side of the apartment. There he was able to relax a little bit more, but then he was annoyed that he could not enjoy his own living room. He turned on the television in his room and finished out the day binge-watching a show that had been on his list for months. A few hours later, he felt himself nodding off to sleep. He finally turned off the television, rolled onto his side, and fell asleep. The next morning he woke up and got ready as usual. Even without his alarm, as before, he woke up at 5.45. This time, Marvin decided to make himself a bowl of cereal for breakfast. As he shoveled spoonfuls of cinnamon-flavored squares into his mouth, he thought about what he might do that day. He thought about inviting a friend out to lunch, but he realized he did not have any real friends. This saddened him a little bit, but he was also hopeful that this change in his lifestyle would fix that soon. Instead, he figured he would surprise his parents with a visit. He imagined the look on their faces when he showed up without planning it weeks in advance. They had been telling him for years to lighten up, so this experiment would delight them. When he was finished with breakfast, he washed the dishes and walked out the front door. As he did so, his neighbor happened to be leaving at the same time again. This time, Marvin decided not to try and force an interaction with him. He simply locked his door and turned to walk away. The situation became all the more awkward as they walked away at the exact same time, resulting in the two of them walking alongside one another down the pathway. If they were any closer, they would be holding hands. This gave Marvin anxiety, and he began to feel as if he was about to have another episode. In the hopes of preventing such a thing, Marvin tapped his pockets and acted as if he had forgotten something, and turned around to go back to his door. However, as soon as the man was out of sight again, Marvin turned back around and headed toward his car. As he turned the corner of the building, Marvin was surprised to see that the man had completely disappeared. Marvin scanned the gardens and parking lot, but he had vanished as if he was a ghost. Something about it finally made Marvin snap, and he decided to get to the bottom of this strange situation. He went to the apartment's rental office to find out who his neighbor was. When he got to the front desk, he noticed there was a new girl working there. Marvin introduced himself and told her his room number. When she asked him what she could help him with, Marvin asked her the name of his new neighbor. She looked on the computer for several minutes with a look of confusion on her face. She asked for the neighbor's apartment number a second time, and looked at the screen for a short while longer. Finally, she told Marvin he must be mistaken, because there was no record of anyone having moved in yet. Marvin was shocked at this response. He thanked her and walked back to his apartment, completely confused. As Marvin sat on his couch thinking about what had just occurred, he could not shake the anxiety he was feeling that morning as he walked alongside his neighbor. Instead, the more he thought about everything, the worse he felt. 
If nobody had moved in next door, then who was that man? Was it a squatter? If so, how did the man have the keys to the room? Was it maybe someone related to the woman who had lived there previously? If that was the case, then the girl at the office would have told him that the apartment was still under that woman's name. As Marvin tried to make sense of things, he recalled the reason he had begun seeing his therapist in the first place. His hallucinations. Reality hit Marvin like a train. He was so stressed about this experiment that he must have created Marvin in his own mind. That annoying little man was simply a personification of all the things that had annoyed Marvin before. He began to cry at this revelation. He knew he needed help, but he did not realize that things had gotten this bad for him. He tried some breathing exercises again to calm himself down. He told himself repeatedly that the man was not real. He started mumbling the words quietly, but slowly raised his voice a little more each time until he was screaming it. He shouted the words over and over again. He is not real. I made him up. He is not real. I made him up. Then, as if in response, Marvin heard a loud banging coming from the wall. The hallucination was fighting back. He shouted even louder, and as he did so, the banging grew louder and louder. He continued shouting the same words, and as he did so he heard screaming coming from the other side of the wall. It was faint at first, but it got louder and louder as Marvin persisted. The screaming sounded terrible, as if the man could feel the pain of being willed out of existence. He perceived shouts of anger and pain, but Marvin ignored them. He continued to fight the demon in his mind. Eventually, the noises coming from the other side of the wall died out. Marvin was able to lower his own voice as well. A short while later, Marvin was completely silent. He held his breath as he listened for those terrible screams, but they were gone. Marvin breathed a sigh of relief. He had done it. He had gotten rid of the man that was haunting his mind. He did not know how much time had passed, but the sun had already set, and it was dark outside. He quickly fell asleep on the couch. The next morning, Marvin woke up feeling renewed. He was excited to return to his vacation. This time, he slept in. It was almost 11 o'clock by the time he started to get ready for the day. He was amused at the fact that he had fallen asleep on his couch, something he never would have done just a few days before. As he got ready, he decided he would go surprise his parents like he had intended to do the day before. Marvin opened the door to step outside and was met by a police officer. The man introduced himself and asked Marvin if he had noticed anything suspicious from the night before. Marvin told him nothing that he could recall. The officer then asked if Marvin knew the person living next door. You mean the old woman who moved out a while ago? asked Marvin. No, the gentleman who just moved in a few days ago, was the officer's response. He moved in so recently that the office doesn't even have information on their system yet. Marvin was confused at this answer, so he just stared at the officer, trying to figure out what was happening. He hesitated before finally asking, do you mean the short man? Yes, him. Did you know him? Upon hearing those words, Marvin got lightheaded. He began to lose his balance and the officer caught him before he fell down. Marvin's head was spinning. He had just spent the entire previous day convincing himself that he had made up the neighbor in his mind. The officer helped Marvin to the couch and sat down with him, asking if everything was okay. 
Finally, Marvin managed to spit out, I'm fine, just a little dizzy is all. After a short pause, Marvin gathered his thoughts and continued, I only ran into that man a few times, but we never spoke. Is everything all right? The officer looked Marvin up and down with a concerned look on his face before answering that the neighbor had been murdered the night before. He went on to explain how one of the neighbors had called the police the night before because they heard shouting coming from their building. By the time the police returned, it was quiet. However, this morning the front door was left wide open and the same neighbor decided to call the police again to check on him. They had found the man, beaten to death, on his living room floor. Once again, Marvin felt lightheaded. He had thought that the screaming he heard was in his head. He had been shouting to drown out that sound, but it was actually the sound of someone being murdered. He had heard the man's cries for help and ignored them. Marvin could have helped him, but instead, he just yelled right back. That poor old man spent those last violent moments of his life listening to Marvin screaming at him. The officer continued to question Marvin for a little while longer, and eventually left. By that time, Marvin had lost any desire to go outside anymore. Instead, he just wanted to go back to bed and wait for the day to be over. He returned to his room and saw his pile of clothes from the night before still laying on the foot of his bed. He picked them up and threw them in his laundry basket. As they descended across the room to the rest of the dirty clothes, he noticed something fall out of one of his pockets. He emptied out the basket and looked through the laundry to see what it was. He felt something small and stiff under one of the shirts. He turned the shirt over and picked up the object. It was a pair of large circular glasses. The same glasses that the neighbor was wearing. The lenses were both cracked, and there seemed to be a red stain on one side of them. Marvin dropped them when he realized what they were. Why were they there? How did they end up in his pocket? At that moment, the memories of the previous night came washing over him. He remembered everything that his mind had blocked out before. He remembered what he had done. For the rest of his life, he would struggle with trying to understand what was real and what was just in his head. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Stephen Reeder. If you enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast. Also, it would be a great help to us if you could leave us a good review. You can learn more about Ashwood at www.ashwoodstories.com. We also have a store with Ashwood merchandise at the same address, www.ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on social media at Ashwood Stories. As always, thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.